0: You're listening to Your Best Life, powered by Mercy One. Join us as we have a fun conversation with certified experts and physicians about health topics for you and your family. It's Your Best Life, our one purpose.
1: Well, when you think about concussions in sports, many of us think about football, NFL, um, but other sports um, like cheerleading, soccer, hockey also pose a risk and even kids can get a concussion from crashing their bike or even in gym class. To learn more about this and and things to watch for, we're going to hear from Dr. Reynolds.
0: So, um, I know you work with kids Um, and tell me about your specialty with kids in sports.
1: Sure, so I have a unique background. Uh, I did a pediatric residency, which means that I finished medical school and then trained to take care of children. Uh, and then after my pediatric residency, I did a primary care sports medicine fellowship, uh, which is focused on musculoskeletal medicine uh, for athletes and non-athletes. Uh, but then in that uh, fellowship, I took care of kids and adults. So uh, from that standpoint, uh, I take care of kids pretty much holistically, and then for adults specifically in terms of musculoskeletal medicine. So when it comes to sports injuries and kids injuries, uh, kind of uniquely uh, set to take care of those injuries.
0: Right. So um, it is fall sports, Um, high school, a lot of kids are, you know, all ages are starting back with soccer leagues and uh, some baseball, golf leagues. Um, So we're going to talk about concussions. and. let's talk about like traditionally we think of football as concussions but other sports have injuries like that as well correct
1: sure absolutely Uh, football definitely has the highest per uh, capita in terms of participation how many concussions per event essentially or per participant Uh, but cheerleading is up there Uh, boys and girls soccer is up there hockey uh, which isn't quite that time of year but soccer is definitely not too far behind uh, in terms of concussions And then we see it from kids, you know, crashing their bikes, crashing their scooters, getting in car accidents and all those types of things. So uh, it's definitely not related just to sports uh, and treatment varies just a little bit depending on kind of what sport you're going back to and kind of the pressures and how quickly you need to get back to play. Uh, But on the whole concussion management is still pretty much the same for sports and non-sports related.
0: So if your child is out playing and has a head injury, what kind of signs should parents be looking for?
1: Sure, Uh, there's about 20 plus of them. Uh, The easiest answer I can give is that they're just not quite acting right. Uh, So not every headache is a concussion, but uh, it can be a sign of a concussion, so it's very tricky. Uh, But usually it's headache, nausea, vomiting, uh, confusion, uh, kind of a glazed look in their eye. Those are all kind of your more classic symptoms that you get typically majority of symptoms are going to show up in about 30 to 60 minutes after it had impact and even sometimes a lot shorter than that but it can kind of evolve over the coming 48 to even 72 hours so it's not uncommon to have a kid hit their head doing something on a monday afternoon and then feel fine wake up and then kind of at the end of school tuesday start to feel really crummy uh so it's really kind of have that temporal relationship to some sort of head trauma and then just that just kind of not feeling right tummy upset headache vision changes, feeling like they're out of balance, concentration difficulties, those are kind of the things we look for.
0: So when some of those symptoms uh, persist and they bring them in to see you, like what is some of the treatment you might offer?
1: Uh, so a lot of it is education. Uh, you know, it's uh, concussion management has varied widely in the last ten years, and then there's still a lot we don't know about it, which is unfortunate. But that's something that I readily will tell parents very quickly is that, you know, if you put things in a kind of buckets, and this is the bucket where we know things about concussion, and this is the things we don't know, this bucket's still a lot bigger. Uh, we are smarter now than what we were five, ten years ago. Uh, but the one thing we recommend is kind of modulating school activities, so not putting them into full days of school, have them participate in PE, all that types of thing. Uh, but also, you know, not sending them home and have them sit there for two weeks and wait till their symptoms go away because that social isolation component can actually be, uh, actually bad for concussion outcomes and actually worsen concussion outcomes. So trying to find that middle ground based on where the patient's symptoms are at. We get them walking, get a little bit of exercise, uh, get them into some physical therapy. Sometimes we do some headache treatments, uh, but really the kind of two rules I tell people when it comes to concussion recovery is one, don't do anything to hit your head and two, don't do anything that makes you feel worse. So that's kind of the two buckets I look at and then kind of work from there.
0: So I I know I've had, friends of my sons who've had a couple of concussions and I've heard this like rule of two or three, like you get more than three, you shouldn't probably play that sport anymore. Is that something that is a myth and we should debunk or is it something that really kids and parents should look at?
1: Uh, It's definitely a myth that we should debunk in terms of just a set number of concussions. you know every concussion is bad uh if you're get a concussion just like you get an ankle sprain studies right now show that you're li- slightly more likely to get a subsequent concussion um, and so that's definitely a concern and something we talk about but i don't really have a set number that i look for uh, i really go off of symptoms if their symptoms are taking months and months to recover from uh, when it used to take a couple weeks that's a significant quality of life inhibitor like if you have a Junior in high school taking AP classes and they're having to, you know, push back classes, take incompletes because of concussions. Like that's something that we need to discuss, and especially if it's happened a couple times, or if the trauma that leads to that concussion seems pretty innocent. So just routinely going up for a soccer header, or just bonking your head on, you know, a cabinet in the house. Like if something that is fairly routine that used to never cause problems is now causing symptoms, that's when I start to have that discussion about, hey, let's kind of maybe redirect what sports we're looking at.
0: So um, let's just uh, wrap up by talking about prevention and what people can do um, just to try to prevent these uh, traumas. Uh,
1: I mean, the easy answer is there's not great prevention on the whole, Uh, a lot of it is just playing smart, you know, not tackling leading with your head, not, you know, diving for a header that's down at the level of somebody's foot. Uh, Those are kind of the simple things. Uh, But a lot of it is more just focused on education in terms of awareness and things like that. Um, You know, helmets are kind of evolving, but helmets really don't do a great job at preventing concussions. They do a great job at preventing skull fractures, which was their intended use when they were invented. Uh, But uh, there's really not a whole lot that we can do from a prevention aspect outside of just really making sure that parents, coaches, teachers, students, athletes are aware of the signs of concussion so that when they do develop, they are removed from play quickly and not putting themselves at further risk. If you'd like to hear more about concussions, you can scroll all the way back to Episode 3, Tackling Concussions. It was one of the very first ones that we ever produced, um, but you can find that um, below in our feed to further explore this topic. Thanks again for listening. Send us your feedback at mercyone.org slash podcast. There's a form you can fill out and you can catch up on all those past episodes. And until next time, live your best life.